Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Low Tallest, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast, and, you know, everywhere else in, the, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead, download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you so much for checking out this episode, making your way here, however you found us. I hope you like what you hear enough to hit that subscribe button. We put out three new interviews every single week, one Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with all of your favorite artists, discover some new ones, and know what's happening in the music world. And you can find us at all the major spots, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Acast, Podchaser, wherever you like to get your podcast from. Just type in Kyle Meredith with, hit subscribe, we'll take care of the rest. And I'm Kyle Meredith. Today, I'm going to be talking with the chicks, Marty McGuire. That's right, the band is back with a, uh, a brand new record, their first in like, what, 15 years. It's called Gaslighter. It is an excellent return. And Marty and I are going to talk about, uh, well, what first off, what brought on the return, finally, uh, Jack Antonoff uh, producing it and uh, leaving his imprint in the music, especially uh, when it came to the cinematic sounds that Marty's doing on her violin. Uh, one of my favorite moments that kind of weaves throughout this new record. Of course, there's always the political side, and we'll be talking about picking their lyrically political battles. Uh, bringing out the song March March right as the protests were really heating up uh, early in the summer and landing on Obama's summer listening list uh, has to be a pretty big deal to be a part of. 
I also want to ask where this leads. Their contract with Sony is up with this Gaslighter record. Uh, what's to come? She does say it's uh, expect. You know, they're, they're hoping for another chapter. Uh, and, and also talks about you know when touring happens again, bringing their family not just to the shows but on the stage. So let's get into it. Talk about this excellent new album called Gaslighter. It's Kyle Meredith with Marty McGuire of the Chicks. Hi, Kyle. Let me tell you first how happy we all are to have a new record from the Chicks, finally, finally, with, with Gaslight, and it's so good. I mean, I, I think, I know that was the question on everybody's mind, it's been a long time now, what's it going to sound like? This is so, so good. So, first off, just the uh, the compliments, congratulations. Thank you. When when did you know it was time? I mean, I know up until a few years ago, it wasn't a sure thing. At what point did you all say, okay, it's time to do this? We dipped our toe in the water in 2016 and did a tour with older music, uh, no new music. And we felt like we could, and that was so much fun and loved it. And um, we thought we can only, we can't really do this again. We can't keep doing tours of regurgitated music and singles. So we thought, no, we, we want to tour again, obviously. And we have one record left on Sony and, um, then Natalie went through a really tough divorce and all of us have had, have our own baggage in that area. And we had, we just felt like we collectively had something to say again. And that always has to be the impetus for us writing music, I guess. There's got to be something. It can't just be generic. And, and, um, so I think our audience expects some, something personal. So we had something to give. Yeah, you all have set the bar pretty high uh, on that one, especially now with, with this new record. <laughs> and musically, it does a lot, too. You know, I, I do want to get into the themes and the lyrics here in just a moment, but but there, it, it does feel like there is a natural evolution even from where we left off, uh, what you all have been doing even with uh, with Courtyard Hounds. Did, did you talk about what you wanted it to sound like musically going into it? Well, originally, we thought we might work with a handful of producers and let them, because they really the producer ends up putting an imprint on the sound so much, you know, and if we were to write a song with a producer, they'd probably want to be the producer. And we were reaching out to write with some people that do that as well. So once we met Jack, though, we felt like he, he needed to, to be the producer. Just, we clicked, we wrote Gaslighter and we felt like, wow, he gets us. You know, he's from the pop world. The artists that he has recorded, like Lana Del Rey and Lord and been been band fun. And that's nothing like us. Is he going to get us? Is he going to maintain and preserve our sound? And I think the three of us have, have such a, a definite thing that we bring to the table that I, I think it would be hard for a producer to stray too far from that. Or we would f- probably fire them. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but we've. Got, but I think once we reached that comfort zone and we had Gaslighter written, we're like, oh wow, here's our here's that you know that tent pole that we've now landed, and now everything else can spin off from there. Well, there are moments in here, and and I'll hit on what I yeah, I think it's you, what you're doing specifically, but but moments like set me free. Like the violin becomes something like a cinematic score, and then I hear the background vocals on like my best friend's weddings. Does it feel like you all are doing new things with your instruments? Because it, because I love what's going on there. Thank you. Yes, I I feel like that is all Jack's influence. You know, my instinct as a bluegrass musician growing up uh, are totally different than what's on this record, right? And I have written scores before. Um, 
I, we're like not ready to make nice and different things, but, uh, and I love writing string parts. I mean, I have a classical music background as well as the bluegrass, but he, he, oh my God. I mean, I know people overuse the word genius, but he really is. He would just go from, he would get in these modes where either nothing was happening and we were just talking and we would waste a lot of studio dollars, but, or we, he would get in this ultra focused, um, space where he would go instrument to instrument and just be playing all these amazing things and then he'd be on the computer and then he'd go, okay, get in there and play this line or, or play your fiddle upside down or, you know, not literally, but he just would get this inspiration and we would go, go with it. We all are comfortable with each other and we would, we would do that. Or I know on one song, it might be set me free. He wanted me to play such a light touch with the bow that I thought it sounded awful. I was like, no, I want, I want it to sound pretty. And he's like, no, I want it to sound like there's air. And like, and he would have this very specific thing. And, and of course, I would want to redo it and make it sound smooth and polished. And, and he was like, no, no, it, it, it's this emotion that's in there. And so some of the solos, I kind of cringe because I'm like, oh, I could have played that better. But he liked that particular performance you know and it is it does add a lot of emotion to it in, in, in those sounds and you know on the other side of that of course you, you know you've already mentioned the personal story that goes along I, I know a lot of this does tell of natalie's own story that you all have had your own experience with but looking at those songs that speak to more than just those specific moments like the lead single gaslighter i mean whether she's talking about, you know, her relationship or whether we're, the way I heard it the first time, of course, is the leader of the United States. I want to put leader in quotes, uh, uh, you know, for myself personally. But but now you all are approaching this music, whereas, you know, on the long way with the last record and everything, that was sort of new territory, I think, for you all. Did it feel like you had more of a grasp on how to say these things exactly like you wanted to say this time? And, and I'll, I'll throw in a song like March, March as well. Yeah. Well, we're always cognizant of not not wanting to preach from the stage or from, you know, an album because it just turns people away. I mean, nobody wants to, you know, have our opinions shoved down their throats and and. We know we know that, and and we're not like that in real life anyway. You know, um, I think it gets easier with age, just knowing what you want to say and picking your battles and and saying things in a in a that comes from you know a real place of of I feel this way and and I'm justified in feeling this way because I've actually done my research. <laughs> I think you know back in whatever year, what what year was it? 2006. We we stumbled into that. We weren't trying to uh, make a huge political statement. We kind of stumbled into it. Now we just feel like, what do we have to lose? But yes, we didn't want to write 12 March marches. That would not have been fun. And that's, and that's not representative of, of who we are day by day, hour by hour. We're, we don't have a big something to say all the time. We're actually kind of pretty silly. <laughs> But that song, by the way, and I'll throw another compliment at March, March. I, I've probably personally listened to that single more than any other song in 2020. I mean, it seems like it's a song that speaks for so much and it just keeps on speaking. I mean, that's got to feel like some kind of accomplishment right there. Thank you. I mean, that's that's a huge compliment. Um, we when George Floyd was murdered and, and all the Black Lives Matter movement 
kind of got back into high gear, we we were poised to release Texas Man. And can you imagine how inappropriate that would have been? Right. Um, we never imagined March March to even be a single. It was just kind of for us and kind of to be just, you know, round out the album. And then when, when that happened and the country took a turn, we we were then like, well, maybe we don't release anything and we're just quiet because, you know, this is a time for reflection and not inserting ourselves into anything. But then we felt like uh, our creative director, Sean Farmer, came up with this idea of, of kind of taking the history of marching uh, and change and uh, advocating for change. And, and that was such a great concept. So we decided not to put really us in the video very much i think you just see our hands playing our instruments um but yeah put that out there and it's amazing how many groups have asked us if they can use it and we and we actually said to a bunch of groups have at it you don't have to pay royalty you know use this for whatever you want and there are all these virtual events from the aclu to you know all kinds of things and they've used it and um we were really honored by that. Yeah, it, it probably helps. You know, I'm, I'm based in Louisville in Kentucky and with everything that has been happening here as well with uh, with Breonna Taylor's death. I mean, I feel like we could have put just a, a, a megaphone on top of our building and had this song cranked over downtown and it, you know. I hope it has helped with some healing. That, that sort of ties into it. I mean, the, the accolades come a lot when it comes to the chicks. I, I got to feel like, you know, arriving on Obama's list. And I don't think that's probably the first time, but uh, but but you guys were on that that time again. And and while that, you know, this might not be who you all are every day, as you say, you know, um, the, the political side of it. I, I mean, that's what's it like to be in that part of the conversation when you have one of the most, you know, powerful leaders of all time. Oh, my gosh. I We we got to introduce him on a virtual event and we <laughs> I was so nervous. I mean, just even being on a Zoom call in a chat room with him was uh, eye-opening and amazing. One of the highlights of my life. And then, yeah, to see his his list, his summer playlist, and we were on it. I just, uh, yeah, that that was such a such a thrill that he even because sometimes you see famous people and you think they probably don't know who we are. <laughs> You know, it much less listen to our music. I mean, do they really know who we are? <laughs> so, no, that that was very cool. One of the rare moments. Yeah, I, I don't think that's a problem for you guys anymore. I mean, even aside from your own accomplishments, you know, leading into this, what you've collaborated with Beyonce, you've collaborated with with Taylor Swift. I mean, to come from the country world and and into the pop world, it's been done many times, but. But does it feel like, I mean, you all are in this this much bigger, wider scope picture at this point, musically? Well, I hope so. I mean, that's kind of what you want as far as, like, your legacy and, you know, longevity. You know, we come from music where people do collaborate. And, you know, I loved the Lilith Fair way back in the day where you'd have Cheryl Crow and Sarah McLaughlin and the Indigo Girls and then inviting us out to take a verse. And music, music is supposed to be inclusive. I mean, that's the bluegrass you know, genre that I grew up in. You, you all celebrate each other. And um, sometimes I feel like it's this artist and that artist and they don't ever cross over. And, and nowadays, though, I guess there are more duets and more people collaborating. But that's what makes it fun. It's not just 
my career and your career, no matter what genre. Well, I do got to ask you, you had said, you know, Gaslighter does fulfill your contract with Sony. Do you all know how you feel about it? I mean, does this feel like closure or just the next chapter? I feel like it's the next chapter. I feel like there's something exciting about it, and I don't know what it is because I actually think they're a great label, and I think that artists really do need a major promotional engine and and dollars still to get music out. So I, I don't see us like doing it on our own and reinventing the wheel if we make another record. I mean, may, what I think mostly we're in a position to get to renegotiate some of the things that are unfair to artists. And maybe if we can enter into a more fair contract when it comes to things like streaming and, you know, whatever needs to be taken a look at with a magnifying glass, then maybe that could set the precedent for other artists to yeah. ask for those same things. So being in that position of power, I guess, feels really good. Well, that's very important to, to, to even be pushing for that. I did notice you said, if we make another record, I am certainly hopeful that you make another record because I love what you all do. I love you. what you do as the chicks. We loved Courtyard Hounds over here. Uh, I, my personal plea, please continue to make mu music. It's important. Thank you. Well, I feel like we need it uh, for ourselves. We had so much fun. We have fun together. We have fun touring. I mean, that's been the biggest bummer just with COVID is having to cancel the tour that was supposed to start in June. Um, Natalie's two boys have bands and they were going to open and my daughter was going to play violin with oh, wow. me on some of my string parts. And we just had, we had all these plans and we were so excited to just see the fans again and watch them singing lyrics to new music. Our last tour in 2016 was all just our previously released music. So it, it was great, but it wasn't the same as seeing how people are reacting to this music. Yeah. Well, I'll be looking forward to it. When it does happen, uh, I, I will certainly be at the show. Marty, thank you so much for the conversation today. And again, congratulations uh, on this new record. It is fantastic. Thank you so much. All right. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much. We'll see you around. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye. My thanks to Marty. The Chick's new record, Gaslighter, it's out now. you got to listen to it if you haven't already. Thanks to you as well for checking out this episode. Again, before you get out of here, I hope you hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with all of the interviews that we put out every single week. A brand new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can find us iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you like to get your podcast from. Just type in Kyle Meredith with. Hit that subscribe button. Then after that, head to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, an hour full of song premieres and music news, anniversary spins and bonus interviews, again, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound has your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all of them, at Kyle Meredith. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. I'm Lior Phillips, host of This Must Be The Gig. We're a weekly podcast that documents everything about the world of live music. Speaking with choreographers, costume and set designers, the people who run beloved venues and festivals, and, of course, speaking with musicians about that one gig that changed their lives. Get your peek behind the curtain at consequenceofsound.net Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.
It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.